Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast, a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories or news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself some coffee or a mug of tea or a pop as we like to call it here in the North Country and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. Well, it's been a few weeks since getting the used Class A RV. We drove it home 140 miles and parked it for a few days while I shampooed the carpet with the intent to replace it with laminate flooring next year. The other night, we headed up to see our daughter and the three little guys while the rest of the family was playing softball for their church league. As we were getting ready to head to the house, I suggested we take the RV. We were going to drop off the minivan for them to use for a few days while their big van was getting fixed. So off my best half went in the RV, and I left in the minivan to first pick up some tacos to bring up to the little guys. We arrived about the same time and proceeded to show our daughter and her three little boys the RV. They were all amazed at the size and the layout of it. The little guys took turns in the driver's seat pretending to drive it while my daughter and I were sitting on the couch talking about the anticipated trips we would be taking. Meanwhile, the owner of the Rare Beauty was walking around the exterior looking at it and finding more things it had, like an outside shower and more storage. We ate tacos and visited for a bit and then decided to head home. I left the van keys with our daughter as I hopped in the passenger seat of the RV and gazed out the mass of window. I was excited to drive home and get a real feel for the RV. After all, I'd only got to ride in it during our test drive before we bought it. So off we drove down the mile-long, bumpy driveway from their place and got onto the gravel road, which led us finally to the paved county road. I was just starting to settle in for the half-hour drive home when the RV started sputtering and chugging and losing power. We limped to the side of the road just as it chugged one last time. Oh, great. Already a problem. We just looked at each other and could read each other's minds. Well, here we go. So much for any fun plans with this beast. It was really hot and humid out, and we just sat there for a few minutes in silence. An anguished silence. Trying to restart it was a futile attempt to admit the obvious. Realizing too late, the gas gauge was not accurate, and we were out of gas. So I called our daughter and asked if she could bring a gas can and meet us up on the road. She had just gotten the three little guys into the bathtub, so it would be a few minutes. But that was fine. It gave us all the more time to dwell on the RV being on the side of the road, broken down. She came charging up in the minivan with the three little guys in tow, all in their jammies. They were all excited to rescue Grandma and Grandpa from any sort of danger that may happen on the side of the road. They all climbed in the dead RV while my better half went the three miles to the gas station to fill the four-gallon gas tank. He made it back and put the gas in, but of course it wasn't enough for a 60-gallon tank, so he went off back for another round of gas to put in the RV. Fingers crossed we got in and went to start it. Nope, it wasn't going to start. By now we were thinking the fuel pump was shot. Our daughter, having gone through a bad fuel pump on their truck, told us that banging on it while someone started it would get it going, at least according to her mechanic when they broke down. So she went under the RV with the only thing that we had to tap it with, the fire extinguisher. Sure enough, the RV sputtered and then started. She rolled away from underneath, hopped in. Meanwhile, I was in the van with the boys. The RV roared briefly and went about 100 feet before it died again. 
This time there was no pounding that was going to revive it. From trying to start it, the battery was now dead. It was time to call AAA and get it towed into our mechanic to get a new fuel pump. Out of the wallet came the AAA card and they were called. There was no talking to a real live person. Everything with AAA is now automated. So after many directions to push this number for that and press that star button for this, we finally got the call finished with a text back that they were on their way. So I drove our daughter and kids back and came back to the RV to wait for the tow truck. It was about 8 o'clock at night. And so we waited and we waited. And a text came back that the truck would be there around 1030. I decided I'd take the van home and meet up with them on the road down where the mechanic was. I could pick up my best half at the shop. So off I went down the road for 35 miles home. More time passed and AAA still showed on the computer that the tow was coming in at 1030. And it was now 1130. And no, it wasn't there yet. I got a text from a not-so-patient-anymore partner, and he had finally got in touch with a real person at AAA. I was told that there would be no tow truck coming. He was on his own to find his way out of the mess we were in. It was now after midnight and over four hours of waiting for a tow that would never show up. To say we were angry is an understatement. We have had AAA for over 30 years and have never been let down until now. I have to admit some choice thoughts were rambling through my brain as I went back up the 35 miles north to pick up my stranded counterpart. When I got about a half mile from the RV, I saw the flashing lights and high beam searchlight on the Pine County Sheriff's car parked behind the RV. Could this night get any worse? I was sure we were now going to get told we had to get the RV moved ASAP or we'd get fined. I pulled up behind the sheriff's car and then couldn't figure out if I should stay in my Jeep or walk out there and stand with the two of them. Doing so would mean approaching the deputy from his backside. I was afraid he'd think I was ambushing him. Yep, me. All five foot four of me. There's just been so much in the news lately around here about people approaching law enforcement and getting taken down. I was kind of afraid. I watched the body language of the two guys, and it looked pretty relaxed and engaging, so I started yelling, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to pick you up, all the while with my hands out and up beside me. We have had enough trouble in Minnesota the past couple years that even me, a 60-plus-year-old short white woman, could be seen as a threat out of the corner of a deputy's eye. I got within six feet of them, and the deputy was chatting with my best half and telling him it would be okay. He wasn't in trouble and things happened. He was on patrol overnight and would drive by the RV over the night and make sure it was okay. He gave us his dispatcher's number and his name and told us to call when we got it towed so he knew it was us doing the moving. All we could do is say thank you to this guy a million times for looking out for us and putting us at ease to be able to go home and deal with it in the morning. So we got home, we slept fast and got up early the next morning to go back up to the RV on the side of the road. All was okay, so Deputy Sell must have stuck by his word to us to watch it and make sure the other deputies coming on duty didn't ticket us. We would be giving a shout-out to Pine County Deputy Sell when we got back home, and we'd be giving a not-so-good shout-out at AAA for leaving us stranded. We discovered that finding a tow for a Class A RV is not easy. 
It requires heavy-duty trucks, even though it's a pretty small RV in the greater scheme of the RVs out there on the roads. Ours could fit inside most of them as we passed by. Well, we finally called a place that said they could tow us, and they were AAA approved. The only catch was that AAA had to approve it first. So we thought, no problem, we will call AAA and have them call them and get it approved. We'll be on our way in no time. While we were on the phone with the AAA people, they called the towing place. A few minutes later, the person from AAA was denying the tow. The only thing we could figure is the cost was way out of the AAA wanted to pay. Even though we have their RV gold plan that tows everything and anything, well, now we were, let's just say, ticked off even more with AAA. I was fuming. We finally found a place to tow us, and we would have to pay out of our own pocket, 600 bucks. With no alternative, we waited for the tow truck, and off it went to the mechanic. Once there, our diagnosis was confirmed. It needed a new fuel pump, costing $1,000. With no alternative, we got the repair done and picked it up. The trip home would mean a stop at the gas station, so off my best half went to Fleet Farm to get gas, and I went to Menards for some supplies. I walked out of Menards and got a text from Fleet Farm across the street. The drive shaft is now lying on the ground underneath the RV. The towing company must have disconnected it, and it didn't get put back on tight, I guess. We were three miles from the repair shop, and they came over and crawled underneath it and put it back together. Really? We don't even have a hundred miles on this thing, I thought. With everything fixed and a hundred dollars worth of gas in the tank, we decided the next morning to go for a drive and make sure it handled well. It did, at six miles to the gallon. Our house on wheels runs just fine. After a lively discussion about how cool the RV is and how we will go broke just driving it around the state, we may be selling it. We will decide when cooler heads prevail, mostly mine. Thanks for listening to the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. Time is precious, and we're very grateful and appreciate the time you have taken to give us a listen. If you'd like more information about Solid Rock Minnesota, or you'd like to hear some of our other podcasts, you can find them, along with our blog and Monday morning music, at our website, www.solidrockminnesota.com. You can also contact us there if you'd like your free Solid Rock Minnesota bumper sticker. Just message us a place to send it, and we'll pop it in the mail. Until next time, may you be filled with life, love, laughter, family, and friends, people who truly know you. Many blessings.